Pro Group Management. Workers' Comp that works for you. Welcome to Nevada Newsmakers on broadcast today. Political consultant Annette Magnus joins us. She's here for the whole show on an all-new Nevada Newsmakers. Big R in Sparks is located on Bering Boulevard next to Smith's and across from Reed High School. It's a 50,000-square-foot clothing store and a whole lot more. For the cold days ahead, jackets, hoodies, flannel shirts, insulated bib overalls, thermal underwear, beanies, and merino wool socks. Big R. Hardware, clothing, and a whole lot more. It's a good time to eat. It's a good time to play. It's a good time to win. Save money and take transit. Did you know you can ride the bus all day for less than what it would cost you for a gallon of gas? Plan your trip now by going to rtcwashoe.com. Story County is leading Nevada. Home of the Tahoe Reno Industrial Center, Google, Tesla, Panasonic, and other world-leading companies. Story County provides thousands of tech, advanced manufacturing, and logistics careers for Nevadans. We're diversifying and driving Nevada's economy and generating millions in tax revenue and billions in economic activity across Northern Nevada. Story County is leading Nevada's future. For 50 years, Nevada Heating has been keeping people comfortable in their home. At Nevada Heating, call the Do It Right guys and get the heat back on today. Call us today and we'll fix it today. That's the Nevada Heating way. Why freeze for days on end when Nevada Heating can get your furnace fixed today? Call us today and we'll fix it today at 323-5585 or schedule us on our website at nevadaheating.com. This is Nevada Newsmakers with host Sam Shad on No Holds Barred Political Forum. Now, from the Nevada Newsmakers broadcast headquarters, here is Sam Shad. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we're pleased to welcome back to the program Annette Magnus. She's a political consultant. Pleasure to have you back on the program. Thanks for having me, Sam. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year to you, too. So what do you think so far of the Republican primary slash caucus? <laughs> well, I think it's a mess. Um, I We knew that it was going to be a mess. It has been rigged for Trump from the very beginning. Uh, we know that his buddy, his crony, his fake elector friend, Michael McDonald, uh, set this up so that Trump could have, you know, a win in his pocket. But if you're looking at it now, you're seeing that there's no way for Trump to legally qualify for the primary election, which is necessary to get on the ballot uh, for the presidential in Nevada. So it's going to be very interesting to see how that all plays out. And then, of course, you have the Supreme Court taking up the issue uh, for Colorado and for Maine. And so it's going to be a very interesting primary slash caucus slash Republican chaos season. Well, the thing that concerns me um, is something that happened to the Democrats in 2014, which is the Democrats stayed home. Republicans took a lot of seats. Um, and I'm concerned because I, I, I like a two-party system. I like divided government. I think that's a good thing. 
And uh, I think a lot of Republicans are going to end up staying home because they look at the ballot and, you know, you talk about a steal, they're going to think that there's a steal going on. Well, there's that, Sam, but also you have to remember the rhetoric that has been prevalent in the Republican Party now for several years, since 2020 at least, where they continue to say that the system is rigged, that the election is stolen. It was not stolen, by the way. Um, they say that democracy is rigged. Why would you want to participate in a system that your own party is telling you doesn't work? And so I do think you saw Republicans stay home in 2022. I do think you have a lot of Republicans uh, questioning the election system, even though we know we have one of the best election systems in the country. Uh, study after study has shown that here in Nevada, we have excellent elections. And that's bipartisan. That was the same under Barbara Sagaski as it is under our current Secretary of State, which is a Democrat, Cisco Aguilar. And so for me, I just think that when your party is continually, continuously telling you that the, the government doesn't work, the elections don't work, you are going to stay home because you don't believe in that election system. So isn't that self-defeating, I mean, by its very nature? Well, yeah. And, and I think that that is really puzzling and strange. You know, I, I talk to my husband about this on a regular basis. And, and we just kind of smack our heads and, and think about what are you doing? Because if your base doesn't trust the government and doesn't trust people to turn out, um, what are you doing? And, and what kind of a what kind of a process is that? And, you know, people down the ticket, Republicans down the ticket should worry about that as well. They should worry about turnout. They should worry about uh, people being disillusioned and not wanting to participate in the process. Because I'm like you, I believe that everyone, if they are eligible to vote, should be able to easily participate in our process. And that's regardless of their party. And at this point, I just think that the Republicans are making it so that their people don't feel comfortable participating in elections anymore. And you look at Governor Lombardo, he said on this program several months ago, um, that he was not comfortable with this whole idea of a caucus um, and, and, and not going with the primary system. And here he is trying to get people to run um, as Republicans and, and moderate Republicans. And, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. And I think that, you know, now that the governor is the head of his party, he should be out there calling for all of the candidates to be participating in a primary system. He should be calling for the Republican Party to follow what was passed during the last legislative session. Those are the things that the party leader has a responsibility to do is to get the party in line and make sure that the party is following the rules and make sure that they're doing what's best for their party. And primaries and caucuses are a partisan thing, but I just think this chaos sows more um, questions into that process. Well, I, I think the governor has been very strong in his, his, his comments about this. I don't think he's been shy at all. Uh, the problem is that the parties are private organizations and, you know, he may be the titular head of the Republican Party. You might even say that uh, Mark Amaday um, is also a, a leader of the party. Um, but the caucus is being run by the state party, and so that comes under the aegis of Michael McDonald, and he is obviously a huge Donald Trump supporter, 
and you know uh, people are concerned about you know stealing the vote here and it seems like that's exactly what's happening on the republican side i don't know that i don't i don't see how that benefits president trump either by the way i don't either i don't see how it i don't see why all these other candidates are going along with it if i were one of the candidates on the republican ticket i would be throwing a fit saying that this is undemocratic and this is not the way that our party should be going but again, I mean, the Democrats on the other side, you see them. We we have a system that's in place. We have a primary system that's in place because we listen to our voters that they did not want to do the caucuses any longer. Our legislative um, elected officials listen to that, put the primary in place now. And that is going to be something that I think is much easier for people to participate in and to be able to voice their opinions. And I think it's a more democratic way for people to be involved in that party system. And so if the Republicans are looking for a comeback after January 6th, after an insurrection, after trying to steal the election, this is not the way to do it. Well, and, and to be fair here, uh, Democrats had their own situation here in the state with a state party chair um, that was similarly booted out of office uh, because she wasn't going along with uh, the, the more moderate Rep uh, Democrats, and they took control back, but they took control during the, uh, uh, the race with uh, Catherine Cortez Masto, where there was a large amount of money, and that was moved out of the state party uh, into its own uh, little group in northern Nevada. Um, so it's not like it's just one party that's having these issues, it's both parties. Yes, both parties nationally are having these issues. But I think what you're seeing on the Democratic side is a fundamental belief in democracy and making sure that our elections are free and fair and a response to the caucus system. I can tell you, I worked the caucus. People did not like it. People did not want to participate in it. And they responded because they heard feedback from their voters. And I think that is not happening on the Republican side. You are not seeing the same response to the problems that they have on the Republican side. And I think that's the difference. Well, people are saying this stuff privately. They're just not saying it publicly. Well, I'm happy to say it publicly. <laughs> no, well, that's true. And that's why we have you on the program. Um, it's, it's fascinating to see the situation, for example, with uh, the president. And at this point, not having the total strength of the African-American vote certainly not having the strength of the Hispanic vote. What can he do, in your opinion, uh, to be able to shore that up? You know, this was the same conversation we had in 2020. I think that, you know, I actually had CNN come to my backyard and have this exact same conversation with me in 2020. And the difference, I think, this time is he actually has put in really great policies for those communities. And he just needs to go out there and tout all of the good work that him and the con Congress has done to, you know, make sure that communities have access to better health care and access to lower prescription drugs and a better economy. Those are the things that he's just going to get to have to get out on the campaign trail, do what he does best and go and talk about those wins that he's gotten for the American people. But, you and know, so, the, OK, oh. I was just I was just going to say that the problem is that the average person is dealing with not a great economy. They feel that they were doing much better under Donald Trump, um, that on pocketbook issues, uh, when they go to the grocery store, when they go to the gas pumps, um, that they are not benefiting from this. So, I mean, I think that's part of the problem 
Um, and I, it, it, I, I don't quite see at this point how the president's gonna break through uh, because he doesn't have South Carolina uh, jumping up and saying, hey, you know, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread. So that's a huge community of formerly Democratic supporters that uh, maybe are on the fence now. You know, I think that it's very early in the year. I think people are just starting to pay attention to the presidential race. I know I'm just starting to pay attention to it, even though the caucuses and primaries are starting to come up. I think that there's a lot of really important things that he's done for the economy. You know, it's funny, you you talk about Joe Lombardo, he ran on uh, lowering gas prices, but so far he hasn't done that. It's still pretty high in Nevada. And so I think all the parties, all the people who are elected, they are going to have to talk about the fact that we are still in an infl inflation crisis. We still see interest rates that are through the roof. And those things are going to have to start moving in a better direction. But I also think there's a ton that has happened and the economy is far more stable under Joe Biden after COVID, after the pandemic, than it was under Donald Trump. You know, the the debt, the federal debt skyrocketed under Do Donald Trump. Republicans love to talk about being fiscally conservative and being the ones that are going to save our economy, but yet they're the ones out there spending on wars and various other things. And so for me, if you really look at it and you look at the brass tacks, yes, the prices are still needing to come down. But when you sit here and think about prescription drugs for senior citizens and the amount of savings that they're now getting because of the Biden administration, those are the types of things that really do make a difference in people's lives. And Joe Biden's going to need to talk about those things. All right. So the national debt just hit $34 trillion under President Biden. Um, and I'm not saying, and, and don't get me wrong, um, we spent a lot of money under the Trump administration and, and toward debt, and we're doing the same thing under the Biden administration. You say that Republicans um, you know, want to spend money on, on wars, but it's the Biden administration that is pushing the Congress to approve additional funding for Ukraine and Israel. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying to balance it out, I don't think either party has been fiscally conservative for a long, long time. I completely agree. And I do think we need a balanced budget. And I do think we need to start looking at the way we spend money. And I, listen, I I agree that we need to take a look at what the spending looks like under under Joe Biden. I do happen to agree that we need to spend money in Ukraine because that is a um, that is a war that is important uh, for the Ukrainians to continue to push back on the, the Russians. Um, you know, the Israeli conversation is hard because there's a lot at play there. And, you know, that we could spend a whole show talking about that. But I do think, you know, each party needs to be a little more fiscally conservative when it comes to the way we spend money and focus on the things at home. But the bottom line is, is that under Donald Trump, the national debt went through the roof. And the Republicans often are the ones who say, oh, we don't, you know, we don't want to be taxing, taxing and spending. We want to cut spending, but they never do it. And so it's not the Democrats who are sitting here saying those things. It's the Republicans. And so we need to hold them accountable and look at the history of when these prices started to go up, when inflation started, and what the Biden administration inherited because of the COVID and pandemic conflicts that we had. Okay, so, I mean, let, let's be realistic here. 
the increase in the, in the debt came during the Trump administration because the Trump administration was putting in money to be able to uh, come back against the problems that were occurring with COVID. And there were many economists on both sides of the aisle that were saying, yes, it's just fine to spend this additional money because in the end it will be beneficial and as a, a portion of uh, GDP, it was not that big of a deal and it would all be fine. Um, but it, it is under the Biden administration that it's now hit $34 trillion. Now, I do want to pick up on one other thing you said, which was interest rates through the roof. Now, you and I have quite an age gap between us. And trust me, 5.5% interest rates are not through the roof. 15, 16, 17% interest rates are through the roof. These are what I would consider to be normal interest rates. And what I mean by that is that zero interest rates are just brutal on savers, especially senior citizens who see no return on their money. At this point up until now, um, and it's starting to change, we've been seeing CD rates, which are very safe, uh, where senior citizens can put their money and get a 5%, maybe even a 5.5% return. That is considered excellent. Um, if, if interest rates are cut, and we no longer see banks having a need for money, then those rates will go down again. And it's the senior citizens that are going to pay the price for that. Yeah, absolutely. But I also look at things like people being able to purchase homes and housing prices and things like that. Of course, we want to protect our senior citizens. And I think your point is excellent. But also, I know what it's like to try and buy a home in this economy. I know what it's like to try and, you know, get loans in this economy. And many of my friends are are not able to do that. And when I purchased my house, interest rates were quite a bit lower. And so, yes, we've been spoiled. And I know that, you know, in this economy, we've had a lot of luck over the, the, the years. But for people who are trying to get into this economy and trying to buy new things, I do think it needs to be addressed. And I, I think that, you know, we've seen the Fed talk about this. I do think that they'll be addressing it in this year because inflation is hopefully starting to slow. Indeed. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back much more with Annette Magnus after this timeout. What do you count on? You count on your power every day. At NV Energy, we've always powered what's important to you, but we're not looking at the past. We're focused on the future. While our standards are high, our rates will remain low. And our commitment to renewables isn't just meeting standards, but leading the way. Because you can count on more than just your power. You can count on the company who brings it to you. That's our promise. You can count on it. Early in the morning or throughout the night, professional truck drivers are on the job, serving you. Safely moving freight that's crucial to our economy. From the oldest industries to our newest innovators. From the exotic to the everyday. Trucks are everywhere, moving everything. Never afraid to embrace a future that makes Nevada and our nation stronger. Trucking moves America forward. Pro Group Management offers workers' comp services to a growing number of industries. As businesses grow and change with the times, the need for a solid workers' comp program must be flexible and up-to-date. The evolving nature of regulations can make staying ahead of complex tasks challenging. But ProGroup Management simplifies the work so your industry can move forward and succeed. ProGroup Management, 
Workers' Comp that works for you. Like a traditional handmade basket, retail is woven into the fabric of life in Nevada. From big box to mom and pop, retail supports our communities in countless ways. Jobs for the disabled, team uniforms for kids, help for the elderly, and so much more. Retail employs over 1 in 10 workers. Retail supports Nevada, and we support retail. R-A-N-N-V dot org. This is Nevada Newsmakers. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we continue our conversation with Annette Magnus. She is a political consultant. So um, I had a program with uh, three top lobbyists the other day, and they were talking about the three top topics for the presidential race are going to be immigration, abortion, and democracy. You agree? Yeah, I think that's right. So which one do you want to tackle first? Let's talk about abortion. Go for it. Well, I think it is a huge misstep by the United States Supreme Court to take up the issue of abortion in a presidential year. I think that the Democrats have rightfully capitalized on that issue because people all across this country are worried about their reproductive rights and their reproductive health. And I think now you see two cases going before the, the United States Supreme Court, one of which will potentially ban one of the drugs that is used for abortion uh, called Mifepristone. Uh, the other case will now look at whether or not emergency room doctors can perform abortions in states where abortion is currently illegal for emergency situations. I think that points to the extreme nature of the Republican Party and where the Republicans have wanted to go on abortion for a long time. You know, when I was campaigning, when I worked in my previous jobs, we would go door to door, we would make phone calls, and we would talk to people about the issue of reproductive choice and talk to them about the extreme agenda of the Republican Party and where they wanted to go on this issue. And I remember young people telling me, oh, they'll never overturn Roe versus Wade. And here we are. So for me, I think it's just doubling down on that issue. And they lost in 2022. Republicans lost in 2022 because of the abortion issue, because Democrats hammered time and time again that they are extreme on this issue. And by the Supreme Court taking these two cases up in 2024, the exact same, same thing is going to happen again. All right, let's take a break and we'll be right back with Annette Magnus after this. The Nevada Builders Alliance has been protecting the interests of the construction industry for over 50 years. Our programs save members thousands of dollars every year and allow them to provide much needed benefits to their employees. Our industry also allows Nevada to grow. If you're thinking about a career in the construction industry, reach out. And if you haven't thought of a career in construction, what are you waiting for? We are the Nevada Builders Alliance. As you know, Reno is booming. Toll's development company is helping it grow with insightful design and development, building community with every project, adding beauty, adding excitement, emphasizing our shared humanity. 
Reno is becoming bigger, Toll's development is helping it become better, more livable, more enjoyable. To learn more, go to tollsdevelopment.com, tollsdevelopment.com. Southwest Specialties has been making the homes and businesses of Nevada beautiful for more than 20 years. Their experienced designers and craftsmen create the walkways, backyards, water features, and a variety of outdoor cooking areas that add curb appeal and value to your investment. Call today or visit them at their website and see how they can make your outdoor spaces special. Southwest Specialties, creative, distinctive, beautiful. This is Nevada Newsmakers. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we continue our conversation with Annette Magnus. She is a political consultant. And uh, we were talking about the three issues that uh, are potentially the game changes for this uh, presidential election. Do you think that there's a chance that with as upset as the public is over immigration, both on the Republican and Democratic sides, um, and it, within the Hispanic community, of people who are here legally that are very upset about what's happening on the border, that we might finally see some laws passed in 2024 by Congress? You know, from your mouth to the goddess's ears, but I don't think that we're going to see the Republican Party allow any work to be done on immigration. And I think that you continue to see that this issue is stalling in the United States Congress. Unaccept I, I think it's unacceptable. We need to fix our immigration um, system in this country. We need to make it more fair and equitable. And frankly, we need to make it easier for people to navigate that system. That's why you have seen this crisis for so long. Um, and so for me, we really do need to, to take a good look at this, to make it fair, to make it equitable and to make it accessible for people to be able to navigate. And until we do that, we are going to continue to see a crisis. And I have to tell you, as somebody who has studied immigration since 1977, that the word navigate the system or words uh, is exactly what the problem is, because once you're in, it's so difficult to get your status changed in any way. It's ridiculous. And that's why we're in the boat we're in. Annette, thank you so much for doing this. It's always a pleasure to have you on the program. Come back soon. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. You're very welcome, and we'll be right back. 7 at 7 is a newscast built for your smartphone. It's a seven-minute newscast available every weekday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. at LVRJ.com. We don't waste your time, and we give you the day's top stories. We at the RJ have noticed some similarities between us and a certain BTS character, RJ. Plus the latest in Las Vegas business, weather, health, and entertainment news. <laughs> 7 at 7 streaming now on your smartphone. Imagine a magical garden that feeds Carson City's hungry and homeless, teaches our high school students agriculture, creates hanging floral displays to beautify downtown, and yet charges nothing. It's not magic. It's the Greenhouse Project. It's real, it's growing, and it needs your help. Go online to CarsonCityGreenhouse.org so together we can grow it forward. Modern Boutique Ahern Hotel and Event Center sits at the heart of the Las Vegas Strip. Two floors of meeting and event space are ideal for groups and conventions. Stay in one of 200 luxurious rooms and suites. Brand your event throughout the property. Flexible event spaces make for easy planning and personalization. 
take over the entire hotel with a full buyout option. Everyone is talking about opioids, but they're not the only drugs that can be harmful if taken in large quantities or not as prescribed. You also need to be aware of side effects from anxiety drugs, muscle relaxants, sleep aids, and stimulants. Mixing prescription drugs with other drugs or alcohol can be dangerous. If you take an Ambien with a glass of wine, it may be enough to stop you from breathing. Prescribed drugs can be just as dangerous as illegal drugs. Take medications only as directed. Thanks for watching Nevada Newsmakers. You can catch us online 24 hours a day at nevadanewsmakers.com or you can download the podcast wherever you like to get your podcasts. We'll see you on the next broadcast.